Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we read Matthew chapter 13 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. The Parable of the Sower The same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? Reply, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorn refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. The Parable of the Weeds Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sold good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sold weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, 
because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvester, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. The parables of the mustard seed and the yeast. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. The parable of the weeds explained. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sold the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The parables of the hidden treasure and the pearl. The kingdom of the heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. The parable of the net. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw away the bad. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old, a prophet without honor. When Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there, coming to his hometown. He began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and the miraculous powers, they asked? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother named Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town and in his own home. 
and he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. This is the end of the reading of Matthew 13. Now let's look at the key takeaways from Matthew chapter 13. The first thing that we noticed here is that Jesus speaks in parables so that those that are spiritually ready to receive his message receive it, and those who are not ready to understand uh, or receive it do not understand. So Jesus talks about the farmer planting seeds, which refers to the word of God. So the first type of bad soil that Jesus describes is when some fell by the wayside and never took ground. So these are individuals who are not even open to receiving God's word. They reject the word of God outright. The second type of bad soil we see here in Matthew uh, 13, chapter uh, verse 5 through 6, it, when it says, Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Jesus is referring to people that have a hardened heart, who did not allow the word of God to penetrate their hearts and mind. So they may react to, uh, with joy to when they hear the word at the very beginning, but they are never really born again. And once the emotions uh, passes through them, so does their conviction in Christ. So these are folks that can get easily uh, aroused initially by the word, and, but then quickly uh, just disregard it and walk away. Now, the third type of bad soil, we read it in Matthew 13, verse 7, when it says, And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. So this type of bad soil, soil um, it's a little different. Uh, these are the folks that they, they actually received God's word uh, for a time. And you see it um, given fruit, and uh, you think that these folks have come to Christ, but and they actually let it flourish. But eventually what happens is that they just turn away from the word of God due to their lifestyles. And it's the lifestyle that in the end uh, becomes their worst enemy. And it's the lifestyle that leads them to their own demise and end up rejecting the word of God. Now in Matthew, uh, and now we look at the, uh, the opposite, the good soil. So in Matthew 13 verse 8, it says, but other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. So basically, these are uh, Christians who hear the word of God. These are people that hear the word of God um, and they receive it into their hearts and their mind and they allow it to bear fruit and they uh, witness to others uh, and they bring others to the kingdom of God. So these believers, again, they hear the word of God and they also understand the word of God and they understand how to apply that word um, onto their life. So the second takeaway here is that we see that the ability to understand God's truth is a gift from God. The Bible is a spiritual book that can only be understood through the Holy Spirit. So if we seek to just open it up and understand, and, and understand it without any faith and without the Spirit, 
the, the help of, of the Spirit, it's never going to work. We're going to get frustrated, and the messages and the truth in that book is going to forever escape us. Um, and, and this is confirmed in and when we read Matthew in chapter 13, verse 16, where it says, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Now, the third takeaway and the final takeaway uh, for today is that just like there are three types of bad soil, there are three types of good soil, and some more fruitful than others, but all fruitful nonetheless. Um, and again, here we, uh, we see this in Matthew 13, uh, chapter, uh, verse 23, where it says, But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Um, I know we covered this in the last section, but it's important to really understand that there are many people that are going to bear fruit uh, from, by listening to God's word. Some will yield um, a lot more than others, but in the end, all are Christians, all are accepted into the kingdom, and not, we're not going to be judged because one yielded 60 times and the other one only did 100. Uh, so in summary, Jesus is coming to the end of his ministry. We see it here in the gospel um, where he has experienced rejection to his message. So at first, when Jesus starts his ministry, he's using parables to explain his message. But then towards the end, we see that he's only using parable, uh, parables as his main message. Uh, so, And this is very... Um, specific and is done on purpose. So he only wants to have his message understood by believers who are ready to hear and understand his message. But he is essentially uh, sparing the unbeliever, being a given extending grace towards the unbeliever uh, from eternal damnation. Um, he's still giving them a chance in the future to ready themselves in order to receive the word of God. So let's end today's lesson uh, in prayer. Dear God, thank you for your amazing glory and your amazing grace towards your children. We are stubborn and most of the time we are unrepentant. But thank you for showering us with your mercy and understanding and giving us an opportunity to get our hearts ready so that we may understand the spiritual meanings of your eternal truth. That it is only through your Son, Jesus, and through your grace that we're able to be righteous in front of you, Lord. We ask that you bathe us in the blood of Jesus, which is the only way to have access to your throne, and that the Holy Spirit penetrate each and every part of our body and soul so that we may always be filled with the Holy Spirit. We pray this in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Matthew chapter 13. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.